What's up, Flaggerfowl sports fans? We are back with some current sports news. We're going to go over some NCAA today, March Madness, some NBA, some NFL. And then we're going to finish off by ranking the stacked AFC uh, based on each team and how likely they are to make the playoffs. I'm Chris. I'm Tarun. And I'm Neil. Alrighty, so to start off today, we are going to give some Sweet 16 predictions. All right, so... And I'm going to get the bracket out here so that we can check this out. Yeah, so for the first game, Gonzaga versus Arkansas. I have a Gonzaga, obviously. I think Drew Timmy is the best player in in college basketball as of right now. Uh, So I have Gonzaga winning that one. So... Yeah, I have... actually have... I have Gonzaga winning the whole thing. So you know, I, 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 I do too. Stuff. Like, here's what I think about Drew Timmy. I think he's the best college basketball player right now. Like, no one is able to stop him in the post. But I think once he makes the jump to maybe the NBA, I think he's going to face a lot more difficulty just because everyone's just going to get bigger and more athletic. Mm-hmm. That's why I think, you know, of that team, who would succeed in the – who would succeed is um Chet. In um, the NBA. Yeah, there's also some clips of Chet because, getting absolutely pushed around in the paint. Yeah, by I mean, yeah, that's athletes. true. But you have to. I don't think if he comes into the NBA, he'll be playing as like a true big man. I think he'll be having more of like a a KD role. Like, yes, KD plays def- can play better defense obviously than Chet, but also KD isn't known as like a rim protector because his offense is so strong. So I think like really the key for him is whether his offense can translate into the NBA. Which, yeah, I you know, like he's been kind of been been getting slowed down a little bit in some of the games, but you know I think just the way he can score with his size will I'll at least give, give him a an elite offensive skill set in the NBA. Yeah, uh, I completely agree with that. It's just that like, right now, like in, like in the terms of Gonzaga offense, like you see him playing like like a, a traditional post role more like more more often mm-hmm. than I think he should. Yeah, if you know yeah, what I mean. I can see that. Yeah. I think that Shit needs to play. Sm- I I don't think I don't even think he can play power forward. I think he needs to play small forward. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a valid take. I like I would agree with that. I think that I don't know, like Chet, just he gets like b- bullied. Yeah, he does. Like, he just he, does. he does not even stand a chance against some of the bigger guys. Like, and that's in college. Like, yeah. imagine, dude, imagine Chet Matchup like guarding Joel Embiid. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. Like for the Gonzaga versus Memphis game, that they, they were like. There were a lot of instances where I was just looking at him just getting babied in the paint and, like, just getting out and, like, not, not even out of just like just, like, pushed around. You know, I'm concerned for him even, like, scoring-wise because, like, if he's not, like, if he's not shooting it that well, then, like, like, he doesn't really seem to be that good off the dribble. Yeah, I agree. Like, here's the thing, like, why Katie is so good? Because he's a he's he's like a great pure scorer off the dribble. Um, yeah. Chet Chet just like isn't showing that right now in college. You know what I mean? That's so. What do you think about think. his perimeter defense? Uh, to be honest, I haven't really paid much attention to his perim- perimeter defense. But I think his I mean his shot blocking has been good. It's always good, but it's only good whenever the offensive player doesn't have time to like set and like move into him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I was thinking if he had like decent perimeter D, then maybe you could. Transitions like a three and D wing type of player, but I mean, it's really if he if he it seems now that he's kind of like going more into the post to play. Yeah, if he wants to continue doing that, then I think it'll be definitely very hard for him unless he like um, builds more muscle. If he um if he tries like going into like a 
traditional like post five like role. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think he's gonna struggle in the NBA if he tries yeah. to translate that into the NBA, because right now, I mean, he it, like it's barely working. Like, like I think right now he's kind of playing like a Jokic type role, if you know what I mean. Like post down low and tries to like read and get get a nice pass in, but the the thing is like Jokic doesn't get moved around when he's trying to look for that, and yeah. then Chet does. He'll kind of have know, to be in Jokic Chris, for like. Yeah, me on and Chris the were kind of, me and Chris were kind of talking about that, like. Do you think Jokic would be as good as he is if he if he, if he was so skinny? We we're kind of thinking like, the no, way he that, wouldn't. He would not, not be yeah, as good. What makes Jokic good is that like since he's so big, people can't like reach around him or bully him. So yeah, I really think that his size actually like does help him when yeah. So I mean, yeah, so like I can see like glimpses of like uh, Jokic and KD in Chet, like just in terms of like like KD in terms of lankiness and like size, and then um and. Jokic in terms of like a, a big man like finding like good passing vision essentially, but like it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how he like transitions his like style of play into the NBA. Alrighty, moving on. The other game out of the West region, the winner of this game will likely uh, I agree with you guys play Gonzaga. We have number two Duke versus number three Texas Tech. All right. So I'm going Duke with this one. I think Paulo Banchero has been pa- playing extraordinary, well, extraordinarily well. Uh, I just don't see Texas Tech having a response to his uh, offensive prowess. Yeah, I I agree with that too. I think Paulo Banchero is probably like currently one of the best players in the NCAA tournament. In He's a top five NCAA player. Yeah, right now. Yep. Yeah. So I think like you know it's it's gonna be hard to stop him. And I don't think, you know, like Neil, you were saying, Texas Tech can really do anything to slow him down. He's been kind of doing everything for for Duke. Especially, you know, another underrated thing is, you know, Duke is extremely motivated this season because they know yep. that as a team, this is the last Coach K season. And I think that definitely holds a lot of weight for the players and gives them extra motivation. So I think, like, they're I think they're going to get past Texas Tech in this game. All right. I'm going to have to disagree with you guys on that one. I got Texas Tech – running through this one. Oh, really? That confident. You're that confident Texas, Texas Tech. Tech yeah, I uh Texas Tech has so many big guys. Texas Tech um That's true. They're I, I, I mean, their smallest uh while their biggest player is only I want to say 6'9", their smallest player is 6'5". They are basically okay. a team of they are basically a team of just forwards. Um Okay, but like they can all guard like, really five, and if they can bring, they can bring a double on Paolo and make him pass it out. And I don't see Duke shooters being all that good a lot of the time. And Duke even struggled last game against Michigan State. So, um, and I mean the other thing about Coach K is like, while that's motivating, that's also putting a lot up of pressure, a lot yeah, of a lot extra of pressure, pressure. pressure, yeah. Um. And like, if you look at his last his last regular season game, oh. you know they they lost yeah. to UNC at home. Yeah, UNC yeah, absolutely um, clapped them. And then you look at his last uh, ACC tournament game; they got dominated by Virginia Tech. Yeah, who so, by the way, like went out super early in the tournament. Yeah, they got they flamed out, which was unfortunate for my bracket. But <laughs> same here, I had them sweet sixteen. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so 
you know, I don't believe, you know, I think that it's a lot of extra pressure and I don't think that Duke is really that deep of a team while I do think uh, Texas Tech has a lot more depth on their squad. And Do you think they'll win just by like their paint presence with their size? Is that what you're saying the main reason is? Um, I'm okay. just saying they have the facilities to guard Paolo. I'm not saying that they'll shut him down or anything, but mm-hmm. they can... You know, if I'm if I'm a coach that's going to play against Duke, I'm bringing a double team every single play, and I'm going to make someone else shoot the ball. Um, and I don't yeah, think but... Duke really has that. You know, I don't really think Duke has enough like really good players that can knock down big shots. That's that's a valid like perspective, but like the thing about Duke is that like you have to understand it. Like it's Duke. Like four five star yeah. recruits only go there. Like. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna have like some other people that can step up in the spotlight. Yeah, and I think like and like size has never really like size has never like really been a problem for Duke. I don't think it has at least. We are talking March Madness, though, right? Everyone at Kentucky is a five star. That is true. That is true. That is is fair. (laughs) That's fair. That's very fair. I mean, I can see this game going either way, but I just think that, uh, like in their effort to shut down Ranchero. I mean Banchero, sorry. I think uh other players will step up. That That's what I yeah, think. Yeah, that's valid. I think uh, you know, a name to watch out for is Kevin O'Banner, guys. Uh Texas Tech center. He had fifteen points, fifteen boards last game, so he's he's a good presence in the paint to have. But what when I see this game, you know, I ultimately I think it ultimately comes down to, you know, the Player of the, the the play of the rotational players, the you yep. know the supporting cast, and I think that Duke's supporting cast will get it done tomorrow. But I can kind of see it going either way, like you're saying. But I just I just think that you know Duke is going to get it done. But I can see arguments for both sides. All right. All right. Um, moving on in the South Region. We got another good one. Actually, here I'm going. I'm going to go to the worst game first, um, and then kind of get progressively like the game gets you know quote unquote better. Mm-hmm. So out of the Midwest region, we got number ten seed Miami coming off upsetting Auburn versus eleven seed Iowa State coming off of upsetting Wisconsin. I got Miami all the way on this one. I feel the same way. Miami's defense is yeah, crazy. they were completely locking up. They were locking up Auburn. Oh my god, it, it was hard to watch their offense. And Auburn has one of the best scorers in the country, or did yep. have. Yeah, but I, I still have my I still have Miami. Okay, so you that, yeah, like wait. Okay, so you're saying we're all saying Miami? Yeah, I have yeah. Miami. Yeah. Okay, the other game from that region, uh, in my opinion, the winner would play Texas, or not Texas, Kansas, uh, who plays number four Providence. Yeah, okay, yeah, I have Kansas yeah, winning that one. I have Kansas well. winning. That's not, I don't even think that's a debate. Yeah, Kansas is just, uh, you know, Kansas is good. Providence, I don't love Kansas really or Providence, but Providence is just a fraudulent team, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, what um, makes you say that? Uh, they have, you know, this is an overused thing that people say, but there's like a close game rating number in college basketball. 
uh, that basically says like how lucky a team is mm-hmm. and like Providence was like number one in luck out of any team in the country this year. Okay. Um, also, uh, also something to keep in mind is that Kansas is also on a seven game winning streak right now. Like yeah, Kansas really from the struggled with, with Creighton though. That's the only thing. Every single yeah. one seed either that was, that was really struggled game. or lost. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, keep in mind the Providence lost to Creighton and Kansas beat them. So. Yeah, I don't think I don't know. I don't know if common matchups really matter. Like, I mean, but, yeah, you're right, you're right. But I still have Kansas winning though. But yeah, I, I still have Kansas winning. Yeah. Um. Out of the South region, we have number two Villanova versus number eleven Michigan. I have Villanova. Villanova has yeah, been playing too. exceptionally well. Yeah. Exceptionally yeah. well. The last game. The last game, their offense was running like a well-oiled machine. They would just not give Ohio State a chance. Their defense was fabulous, and like their their offense was running pretty smoothly, I thought as well. So, I'm gonna go Villanova, and I, I'm not going by a small margin. I'm going by a large margin. Yeah, I, think I, I absolutely hate Michigan, and I think Michigan <laughs> should not. I know that Michigan has won two games, but I don't care. Michigan still should not have made the tournament, in my opinion, because Michigan was 17 and 14 during the season. Um, and like they got, I don't know. I don't know what the committee was thinking, even putting them in. I, I know that they've won a couple games, but they really did not deserve to get in. They were 17 and 14. Like if you look at Indiana, Indiana was a team in their conference that beat them a week before the tournament even started and had a better record than them. And they gave Indiana, um, a worse seed. Like they, they basically were saying that Michigan got in because their schedule was hard and their losses were like good losses, but like that doesn't make sense to me. I think because that Michigan's any loss a bigger is name. That's probably the reason. That's true. And like Michigan, Michigan is a is a big name. Got um, what's coach's name? Izzo over there. He's a legend. No, Juwan Howard. <laughs> Juwan Howard. <laughs> oh wait, no, Izzo. Izzo. Who's Juwan Izzo? Howard. Izzo is Michigan State. Michigan State. Oh shoot, shoot. Oh yeah. Juwan Howard oh. is an underrated coach, though. Did you, you guys see a underrated fighter? Did you guys see Juwan Howard <laughs> punch the Wisconsin coach? <laughs> yes. That he was knows, pretty. That was pretty how funny. To motivate his teammates. He doesn't know how to motivate his teammates. Okay, the winner of this game, we all predict, will come out of the South Region or will uh, play Villanova for the final in the South Region. We have number one Arizona versus number five Houston. Oh. I think it's gonna be a close one. I think I am taking I think Houston. I think okay. Like here's the thing for me. Like you can't you can't let it get that close with TCU, man. I mean, come on, you're a number one seed. Like, uh, like it's gonna be a close game, I think for sure. But I think I have Arizona pulling pulling away from this one. Yeah, I do too. I'm. I'm gonna go Houston because Houston really, really impressed me. They thoroughly dominated Illinois and uh, UAB, which a lot of people picked them to get upset in the first round. Um, Houston has a lot of seniors, while Arizona has a lot of freshmen, so that that helps just in general with like pressure situations. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think the, I, I honestly think that the, the TC. What's up? There's one. There's one upset game in the Sweet Sixteen. Where I think a team has earned that win. Oh. Okay, uh, just wait one oh, sec. So I, I honestly think that... I think that there was 
an officiating error at the end of the TCU Arizona regulation. Yeah, no, I saw that game. I was watching that game, and I was, I was I a little bit confused as to what was happening. What um, did happen at the end of that? So, so basically, Tarun. Two Arizona guys trapped the TCU guy at half court. Oh, the the, the foul one where they like. Did the oh yeah, like yeah, like, like yeah. He got bumped and they got like that he got sent flying. That was clearly a blocking. That was clearly a blocking foul. Yeah. I don't know how that was missed. Okay, that dude so, literally put his full body weight into. Okay, him. here's here's no here's bonus. what I think. They had bonus too, so that's free throws that they call that. Okay. Okay, I think that 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 like um falling down action was maybe a little bit sold, but I still mm-hmm. think it was a yeah. foul. Yeah, he definitely so I, exaggerated it. But yeah, he definitely exaggerated it a little bit, but it was still a foul. The one, the, the other thing too is even if even if you don't call the foul there, the guy fell over half court, so they should have called something no matter what. Like they should have called back court even if they weren't going to call the foul. Yeah, because yeah, he did um, cross back court. Yeah, I mean he crossed back court and he still had possession of the ball, so that's true. So like it didn't make any sense that they uh, did that. Yeah, um, but yeah, anyways, that was, was kind of weird. That was just like a weird play in general. And there should have been like at least some type of call. Tarun, I think I am ready for your next pick. We have <laughs> Purdue versus Saint Peter's. Oh, Saint Peter's all the way. That's what that's, Shut that's up, what I was dude. talking about. Saint Peter's Saint, all the way. Saint Peter's miracle story ends here. Bro, Saint, no, Saint Peter's has actually impressed me with their play. That oh I'm not rooting for them God. to beat Purdue. I think they have a chance. We we counted them out in literally every single game, and they still won. So I don't see why I should count them out again. I don't think you should count them out, but I have to take Purdue winning the game. Okay, first so of all, Peters will shock the world again. Purdue center—they're not going to have an answer for a center. I mean, for a Purdue center, like he's been playing well, we've exceptionally been well. That the last three games, that, oh, they won't have an answer for this whole team, and they still won. Oh my gosh. Well, Tarun, Tarun. K- Kentucky's center had 30 points and 16 rebounds, but the rest of Kentucky's team sold. Like, if Kentucky's guards played okay at all, like, St. Peter's would have gotten blown out. Okay, but what about Murray State? They beat Murray State by 10. Dude, it's Murray State. Well, I had Murray State going farther. I had Murray they're State better this season, winning one. They're game. better this season than we Yeah, had okay, no. Bad. I had uh, Murray State winning literally one game in the round of 64. Bro, really? Yeah. I had him I had him going to the Sweet 16. You guys want to hear some fun facts about St. Peter's uh, from an article written by a coach that used to coach there? Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Wasn't it like something about uh, like their offices getting flooded or something? Wait, what is yeah, it? Yeah, all right. You, you ready for all the things that he detailed about their program? Yeah. All right, so first off, the weight room bordered – a classroom, so they were not allowed to play music in the weight room during lifts. Okay. Um, their stadium, their stadium roof would leak, and they had to cancel a couple of games because the roof to the stadium would leak and get water on the court, and they couldn't play. Um, they had to hold their press conferences in a yoga studio. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> they have. They have bills that are over a year overdue for the basketball program. They couldn't even pay it off. Uh, like Tarun was saying, the coach's office was located beneath a swimming pool, and the swimming pool would leak into his office down below. 
And finally, there was no hot water, so if the players wanted to take a shower after practice, it had to be a cold shower. Okay, there's past all that. They're they're in the Sweet Sixteen. Bro. I have absolutely no hate about that team. I think I think it's very commendable. I think it's very commendable that they made made it this far with um those poor resources. But unfortunately, I'm still gonna have to go with Purdue. Purdue's just I think Purdue just played too well so far. I, mean, I have to go with Purdue as well as I doubted them by picking Virginia Tech to beat them in the second round. But I I did too. I did too. Um, Wait, I just so. realized Wisconsin lost to Iowa State. Bro. I had them going to my Final Four. Yeah, everyone's bracket is destroyed. So, um, I uh, I'll we can talk about that later. But um, and then the final game, we spent twenty minutes on this, so we can just quick uh get this wrapped mm-hmm. up real quick. Yeah. The final game, I have UCLA over North Carolina. I have UCLA as well. Yeah, I think I think Johnny Juzang has um is a good player, has a lot of experience. I think he'll be able to lead his team to the win over North Carolina. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too with his experience. He'll get them there. I think so too. The Ty, uh, Tiger Campbell is a good good point guard too. So mm-hmm. Yep. He'll do I got all UCLA. That I got UCLA. And I think I think UCLA is the better coach. Yeah. So. They'll do all that just to lose to St. Peter's in the next round. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dougie McBuckets. <laughs> uh, is it, did you guys see his Instagram post? That was pretty funny. What is it, his ad or something? No, no, no. No, it, it's like his actual Instagram account. He just posts, it's it's like a picture of him like flexing after he scores or something. And it just says like, he. It's it's pretty funny. Oh, yeah, yeah I did see that. Um, it, you know, he's yeah, got like it, an ad with Buffalo Wild Wings too. Yeah, uh, it's a picture yeah. of him sticking his tongue out, and and it's a picture of the scoreboard of them beating Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that. I saw that one. Th- that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah All right, boys. <laughs> that was funny. <clears throat> right. Uh, so what do you want to do with the playoff picture here for the NBA? Well, let's start with East, and then let's go into West. And then just predictions. All right, I'm going to start at the bottom with the East. The Pistons are 20 and 53 and the Magic are 20 and 54. <laughs> who do we got going? Who do we got with the first pick? Wait, wait, say that again? The Pistons are 20 and 53 and the Magic are 20 and 54. Who we got winning the first pick? Oh, first pick Pistons. Wait, what is the Magic's record again, my bad? The Magic have one, one more loss than the yeah. Pistons the same game. amount of wins. No, um, you know, I don't see I, the Pistons. The Pistons can't win it twice in a row. I I, I can't stand for the Pistons getting two first round picks in a row and first number one picks in a row. I, I mean, to, to be honest, it can go either way, but Dude, it better not be the. <laughs> it will be, be funny if the Magic get another number one pick. Dude, these teams, um, there has there there's no way the Pistons are still this low. Like the Magic, who actually who do the Magic even have? They have uh, what's his name? They have um, what's his name? Cole and yeah, Cole Anthony. Yeah, Cole, Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony and Mo Bamba. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. We don't need to talk about the magic. I was yeah. just joking around. All right, yeah. <laughs> um, Let's move on. <laughs> all right. At number thirteen is the Pacers. They are a bottom feeder as well. After that, we have teams that actually have somewhat of a chance at making the play-in. It's like yeah. At number twelve, we have the Wizards, who are five games out of making the play-in. At number play-in. eleven, we have the Knicks, so the 10th, who are five uh, games out of making the play-in. 
Okay. okay. Here's my take on this. I I don't think the Wizards are are gonna make the playing game. I think the um four teams higher up higher up from them in seating in seating wise are just too good, and they're not gonna get a better record than them. So I see them missing right. the playoffs. I mean, missing the playing game. The Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards. Wait, is is playing um is playing is it nine or ten? It's ten. Yep. Okay. I don't see the I don't see the Wizards making it there. Yeah. Okay. Eleven. Number eleven is the Knicks. They are also five games out of play-in. Uh, real quick, just to either. answer your question, Bradley Beal is leaving this offseason. I believe so. So I think Bradley Beal is going to go to the Heat. I mean, I I heard reports that he wants to either go to the Heat or the Sixers because apparently he deserves NBA a better chance. To Beal too. Okay, at number ten, uh, we have the Hawks at thirty-six and thirty-seven have pretty much sealed their play-in spot. At number nine, we have the Hornets. Who are thirty-seven and thirty-six? Uh, I mean, also, their Chris, uh, if it's okay, I want to talk about talk about the Hawks a little bit. So, like the thing about the Hawks, I think their offense is offense is super high powered. But have you guys seen how atrociously bad their defense is? Yeah. And they oh, traded yeah. away Cam Reddish. Dude, they traded their defensive specialist Cam Reddish for. I don't even know why they traded him, but he was, he's actually a, a really good defensive player. Like that's his his main role is defense, and they got rid of him too. So like their yeah, defense the is actually horrible him. right now. Yeah, yeah, the Knicks don't even play them. That's why I don't understand why the like, I can never understand what what the Knicks are doing. Like they had a young developing guard Emmanuel quickly, and now they don't even like use him anymore. Now they they traded for Cam Reddish, and they don't use him anymore either. It's probably why they're the the eleventh seed right now. <laughs> okay, we have number nine, the Hornets at thirty seven and thirty six. The Hornets are kind of similar. They also have bad defense. Yeah. Well, just go through the rest of the playing teams, and then let's decide who we think is making it out. All right. Number nine, we have the Hornets. At number eight, we have the Nets. At number seven, we have the Raptors. And then at number six and number five, uh, they are close to the play-in. They are close to the seven seed. The Cavs and the Bulls are both close to the seven seed. Okay. So I'm just going to assume that the bracket stays as it is. And, you know, the Cavs and Bulls don't go down. And assuming that, I would say that, you know, I have obviously I have the Nets coming out. And then I would say for that last spot, I think I'm going to give it to. I think I'm going to give it to the Raptors. Yeah, so um, right. Like currently, if it just went directly to playoffs, it would be Raptors versus Hawks, correct? Oh, wait, no. Yeah, Raptors versus Hawks. Yep. So yeah, I, have the, I, I have the Raptors coming out and then I have the Nets coming out on top yeah. versus the Hornets. I have the Raptors right. over the Hawks just because the Raptors at least attempt to play defense. That and is a good plant. Yeah, and, and then and then offense. Kyrie can now play um play at New York, so yeah. I think it's going to be. I mean, not that that has anything to do with the playing game, but I just think uh he's going to be getting like back in his stride a lot faster in time for the playing game. So I think also speaking of the Nets, have you guys heard about Ben Simmons? Is he coming back? Basically, what happened to Ben Simmons is he actually has a back injury and he's questionable to come back by the end of the regular season. So he okay. maybe might come back in the playoffs. But you know what? I'm confused here. What has this dude been doing this entire season to have a back injury? Because he definitely <laughs> has not been playing. What, what is, I'm actually serious. What is he even doing? How is his back injured? For He actually has not done anything this whole season. I think we know something he could be doing. What? Bro, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a word. Starts with back, ends with shots. I know. 
Wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, at number six and number five, neck and neck, are the Bulls and the Cavs. Um, you know what I saw about the Bulls? They're zero and fifteen against the top four seeds in each conference. I think it was top three, but yeah, top three, yeah. But they're zero and fifteen. That's the point. So you know, I have the Bulls. Who would they play the first round? Do they play the Celtics? I have. All right, I'll, have I'll, go the the, I'll, I'll go yeah, through the rest of the. I'll go through the rest of the things yeah. though. The 76ers, Bucks, and Celtics are actually all tied at second right now. Oh, really? I guess we'll just assume okay. that the bracket stays the same. So now that you guys predicted the play-in, the first round matchup is the Heat versus the Nets at one eight. This is actually this is actually a tough one because okay by the time by the time the the Heat and the Nets play, Kyrie will just have gotten rhythm into rhythm playing home games. But you know the thing I don't understand about the Nets, like look at today's game, they lost to the Grizzlies without Ja and with Kyrie. So you know I think that series can go either way. I'd say on paper the Nets have the edge. But, you know, I can see the Heat coming out, especially if they're healthy. I can see the Heat winning, too. But I'm not saying that the Grizzlies are better without Job, but aren't they, like, 12-1 and one or something crazy like that without him this year? Yeah, I know. But, I mean, so still, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like the Grizzlies just randomly win every game without Job for whatever reason. Yeah. But I think it really comes down to, you know, what their defense, the Heat defense can do. If I think most likely they'll have, you know, Bam on KD. So I think, you know, if they're not even, I think if the Heat is able to slow down one of Kyrie and KD, then I think they can win that series. If they can slow down right. just one of those two. Okay, we'll, we'll go a little quicker here just with the segment, but yeah. in, in general. But Heat Nets, your prediction? Nets. I have Nets. In what? Nets and Nets what? Nets in six. I don't think it will be easy. I, uh, I have Nets in, Nets in like six or seven. I have Nets in five. That's in five. Um, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I'm big on the Nets. Um, 76ers versus Raptors two seven. I say Sixers and four. Yeah, I, 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 I have Sixers and four. Yeah. Um, number three Milwaukee versus number six Cleveland. Tarun, you might have to be excluded from this. I have uh, I have Bucks and Bucks. I have Bucks, but Bucks in like I have five them or in four. Six. I have them in five or six because. You know the Cavs have actually been actually rolling this season. They've been, they've been playing okay, but still very like, well as a team. Still, like that Milwaukee team has a lot of playoff experience, and I'm just gonna have to go with Bucks in like four or five. I don't think it's four. I think it'll be five or six. I mean, I'll go uh, Bucks in five. the The Cavs have lost nine out of the last fifteen games. Yeah. Um. The Cavs okay. are the the Cavs have fallen from fourth seed to sixth seed. Anyways, and, though. And, and then, then finally, finally, we have the number five Bulls versus. All right, you ready? Tarun, you ready, yeah, Tarun? Yeah, the Celtics. I know. We have the number five Bulls versus the best team in the East. You think the Celtics are the best team in the East? I will have to disagree with that. There's no way you think the Celtics are the best team in the I East. I will have to disagree with that one. I, the, the Bucks, Sixers, Heat, and Nets are all better than that team. I think that the Celtics just right now are the best team in the East. Right now? What does that even what does that even mean? What do you mean by right now? The Celtics were like twenty three and twenty four and now they're forty six and twenty eight. The Celtics are twenty three and four their last twenty seven games. Okay. Okay, but if, they're not Neil, go ahead. I think that 
the Celtics will win this series. I'm not sure. I think it may be five or six they will win it. I'm gonna go with like I think I'll go with six. I think the Bulls. I'm going put, with six too. Mm. I think the Bulls are gonna put up a fight, but the Celtics are Celtics are looking pretty good right now. They're on a five game win streak. Um, nine and one in their last ten games. I'm looking we'll go pretty good right now. Celtics in four. No way you think oh. the Celtics are sweeping the Bulls. No way you think the Celtics are I think sweeping the Bulls. I will go Celtics in four. No I think, way. Okay, no here, way. here's what I think. I think DeMar DeRozan, just being like yeah. his um top five like MVP um candidate that that he is, will like will somehow will the Bulls to like a one or two one or two games of victory. But I think Celtics will come out and like come out in six. Also, let's not forget that you know Zach Levine has been injured for like a big part of the season and he's coming back also Lonzo has been injured and Lonzo actually has has been an important piece for the Bulls so what though those two key pieces coming back I think the Bulls will push it to six but they'll still lose I don't know we'll just agree to disagree I think the Celtics are just so good right now Mm -hmm. and like you said the Bulls are not good against good teams yep they are yeah a team, a team moving in the wrong direction versus a team moving in the right direction. That's all I'll say. I have the, I have the, I have the Celtics winning just in six instead of four. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's right, fair. I'm, right. I'm going with. I feel like we got to give a bold, like a sort of bold take. You know what I'm saying? Mm. All right. Then what's in the what's in the second round? Oh, we're going the whole thing. I know. Uh, the whole thing. I think we should just do Western Conference next. I was okay, let's just say round. let's just say who we want out of the East then, or do you want to predict at least? Do you want to go to Western Conference Finals, the top two teams in the in the East? Sure. Okay, then I have I have in the East I, I have the top two teams in the East as Sixers and Bucks, or it's not sorry Sixers and Nets, and I have Sixers coming out in seven against the Nets. Um, for 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 what? East. For the East, oh, that's a tough one. I I have Bucks coming out on top against two. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm I can't decide who right now. <laughs> I'll take a Nets Celtics and Nets winning, but if the, the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah, but if the no way you think the Celtics are going that far, if the Celtics. Hey Tarun, what? Can you tell me the last time Embiid made it out of the second round? Can you tell me the last time the Celtics made it out of the second round? You told me the last time Embiid had someone on the same caliber as James Harden. And ben but can you tell me the last time Embiid made it out of the second round? Well, it's okay. That's not the point. That was in the process. We're out, we're out of the process into win win now mode. So we can't we can't talk about the process ages. And beat had Jimmy Butler on his team. That's a pretty good player. Whoa. Okay, dude. They lost to the, mo- <laughs> to the most unlucky shot of all time. Also, look at that clip. Kawhi caught the ball and traveled. You can, anyone okay, can watch that okay. clip. He, he took, did not he travel. He took Turin, four steps. He took Turin, four all steps. All you talk about is the gather step, bro. So I'm going to give Kawhi that a gather, gather step. step. That was not a gather step because he didn't, I'm give him a gather he didn't step. start his dribble. He didn't gather step. You have to dribble. Bro, that's how you justify Harden's like 14 step, step back. So I'm going to give Kawhi a gather dribble, step. So he doesn't gather gather step from the dribble. You can't do a gather step from a pass. He can't gonna, catch the ball into a gather step. It's a travel. He did a sidestep without dribbling. I'm sorry, but that was not a travel. 
Okay, I'm gonna give him, the, I'm gonna give him a gather clip. clip. Anyways, though. Look at the Pull the clip right now. Pull the clip right now, Neil. Just just watch it while we talk. You'll see that it's in travel. Look at just search up Kawhi shot travel. And also the Sixers. Uh, no one's calling that petty of a time. call, dude. Did you see it? It was a clear travel, though. Okay, let's move on. But honestly, um, I'm I'm gonna go. So, so if the bracket ends up staying this way, then the Celtics would not be able to play the Nets. They would play them in the second round and not the conference finals. So um, I'm gonna go Bucks Nets with the Nets coming out on top. You have the Nets going to the finals. Actually, yeah, I have I have. Mm, okay, now, let's, and let's say Ben Simmons doesn't return. Do you still have the Nets coming out? Yes. Without Ben Simmons. Without yeah, dude, Kyrie, Simmons. Kyrie's been dropping forty like every game. Okay, but Kyrie is also fully rested for every game. He's gonna he's going back to playing regular schedule now. Yeah, for like ten games, and then he gets to play the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie's looking. Yeah. Strong. Okay, I have Bucks. I'll go Bucks v Nets, and I have Bucks coming out uh, in seven. I. I honestly think that there's no shot the Bucs come out again. The Bucs are so much worse this year than they were last year. I agree. I feel like, like I, I honestly just feel like everyone besides... All right, all right, Turin, you got to be quiet for the next... Chris Middleton? 20 seconds. Turin, you got to be quiet for the next 10 seconds, please. Just just give me 10 you seconds. Not, okay? don't, don't say it. Don't, don't say it. Everybody besides Giannis on the Bucs is just not that good this year. I mean, I think that Chris Middleton is the best player on that team. That's kind of oh showing my God. in the playoffs, you know, think about it. Who gets the last, who got the last shot on that team? The most, the, who got the, the clutch shot when the game was Bro, close. And he already needed, talked and about this. Who got it's it? It's just because it was he's Chris the best shooter. It's not because he's no, the best player. He's the best shooter. That's not because he's the best shooter. It is. If that was true, if that was true, then that, that means you're saying on the next. They want him to shoot a jump shot. Okay, so then so, if so you shoot on the Nets, that's he's not being, do, you want Seth Curry to take, do you want Seth Curry to take the final shot because he's the best shooter for the Nets in any close situation? I'd be okay with that. No way. You just said you'd have Seth Curry shoot you're, over. You're telling me you wouldn't take Kevin Seth Curry to take an open shot. No, Seth Curry. But here's the thing. Seth Katie, Curry on the Nets. Okay, dude, Katie right is an outside threat. Giannis is not. No, but Chris just said he'd have Seth Curry shoot a game winner over Kevin Curry. I said Kevin I'd be okay with it because he's an amazing shooter. I mean, yeah, okay, no, like, if if KD is doubled and he makes the pass and Curry's open, I'm fine with that, too. No, I'm saying yeah, when I'm, you I'm design totally a play, when you design a play for who gets the game-winning shot, the I, I would be willing to. you would be willing to design a game-winning shot for Seth Curry over Kevin Durant. Okay, okay, Tarun, Tarun, this logic makes no sense, because if, if you look it's at that one listen. game, no, no, listen to me, because you, you know that one game was when Steve Kerr hit the game-winning shot, right? Like, the, like the um, play was designed for him, you know that, right? No, technically the play was designed for MJ, but then he decided to to give Steve Kerr privileges. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Okay, okay. He told him in the huddle. He told him in the huddle. If you're open, I'm passing it to you. Yeah. So, but he he Steve Kerr knew that MJ was probably gonna give him the ball. Okay, but still, Chris. Last season, Chris Middleton was better than Giannis. Bro, Giannis had 50 points in the closeout game. (laughs) Irrelevant stats. They don't tell the fifty points is an irrelevant stat because they were on they 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 really didn't mean much to the team. Chris Middleton's high difficulty points don't mean fifty points out of a hundred points in the game doesn't okay, mean. But much if you didn't shoot team. that, the team would have had more points because someone else would have been piece. able to shoot threes. Fifty so, piece, fifty. Yes, if he wasn't there and they had someone else, I feel like they would have done better. But all right. That's I'm moving on to the west. Yeah, move on to the west. Uh, start start from the actually. Can you just start from the 
teams close to the plan instead of giving us like the yeah. worst teams? I, I'm I'm gonna start with the plan. Okay. Does anybody have the Pelicans beating the Wolves in the first game? I have the Pelicans in the. Wait, let's look at this. The Spurs are only one game behind the Pelicans. One and a half, but we're, I thought yeah. you said we're going off the bracket, the current bracket. Okay, is that what we're doing? That's fine then. Would the Spurs or the Pelicans beat the Timberwolves? No. 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 Uh, the Clippers versus the Lakers. I think in a one. Have you guys seen the Clippers versus Lakers stats? I don't remember exactly what it was, but the Clippers have won like almost every game since the Kawhi trade. And both they've won teams, every game this season without Paul George and Kawhi. Both teams are three and seven in their past ten. You know what? I have the Clippers. I have the Clippers. I have the Lakers. the Clippers. I have the Lakers for this one. I would have the Clippers too. First of all, we don't know if I said faith in LeBron. I said faith in LeBron. Like that's okay. ultimately that's what's fair. Work. But we don't know if Anthony Davis is going if to Anthony sit Davis on the bench is that game. Healthy, or, yeah. I'm gonna take the Lakers. Yeah, me too. But I'm not gonna depend on that. I'm not gonna even have any faith in him playing healthy because in I'm not ten have games, any faith in him ever yeah. playing. Yeah, dude. Let's okay. not forget he got injured with the Timberwolves. Came back after two months, played three games, and he's been out ever since then. So with okay. ten games left in the season, that's still plenty of games for him to get injured again. All right, all right. Real quick, moving on. Uh, number one, Suns versus number eight, Clippers. Suns. The Suns, Suns are just looking too good. Yeah. Now, Neil, I have to tell you about a conversation I had with Tarun earlier. Tarun thinks Tarun happens to think that Trey Young is a better passer than Chris. CP zero. CP zero. That is that, that is the most fraudulent take I have ever heard. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. CP zero. CP0 What do you mean CP0, dude? He's the one of the greatest passers of all time, dude. Dude, you sound you sound like an idiot. He's not even the he's not even <laughs> the best passer. He's not even the best passer in the league right now. I have Harden as a better passer than him. Oh I think all time oh, Westbrook oh, is a better passer okay, than him. Okay. All time okay. Russell Westbrook is a better passer than him. What? Oh my all time. god, dude. dude. Not right now, not right now. All time Russell Westbrook and Harden average. What? Harden's average Russell Westbrook and James Harden average. Okay, but that doesn't that doesn't matter because he, that means what do you it mean doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> okay, let me explain it. Let me explain it. I'll explain why it doesn't matter. Okay, are you guys ready? It doesn't matter because that shows their team that they're willing to go for more higher difficulty of passes, which means that they they're showing their team that they don't care about their own personal stats, but they care about no, getting dude. the ball to the right spot. So in turn, those those turnovers increase team chemistry and is a positive for the whole team. <laughs> Tarun, the whole point of getting assists is to make it easier for your teammates to score. Cool. So your team... Chris Paul goes for his easy easy passes. Okay, then you can get what assists. Do you mean? Harden goes for more difficulty, higher no, risk, no, no, no. higher no, reward thing. Here's the thing. CP3 is better. At creating, call no um, CP zero. Call him CP zero. Shut up, dude. Just let me talk. I will not call no CP zero. <laughs> CP three does a better job of creating easier shots for his teammates, which is why he gets more assists. CP zero. Okay, and then remember, okay, okay, okay. Remember his name. Maybe we should move on. Maybe we should just move on. Let's move on from the CP zero um, topic. The most fraudulent take I've ever heard in my CP0, life. CP zero. CP zero. Does anybody have the Timberwolves upsetting the Grizzlies in a first no. round matchup? No. I, no, no. Grizzlies are playing no? too good. Okay. Like, well, what that I'll what give the Timberwolves one poverty win. I'll give them one poverty win when D'Lo, when he shoots the ball at 20 seconds, actually makes all of his shots because he does that. Well, he'll do that but once Chris, every four games. What was that stat like when the like the Grizzlies win rate without Morant? They're 12 and 2. 
Yeah, 12. Okay, yeah. Easy. Grizzlies, easy. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Does anybody not have the upset happening? Does anybody have the Warriors beating the Nuggets? I no. I think I think they'll win, but win. I think it'll be six games. No, I have the Warriors winning, but in six. No, I have actually I have, um, no. I, I don't because Clay and I don't know. Do you think Michael Porter Jr. will be back or Jamal Murray? If Jamal Murray comes back, then I have the I have the Nuggets in five. I don't know. The Warriors are just reeling. No, okay. Also, the Warriors. Think about it. Clay has not been playing like we expected him to. No. So I think that really harms them because, like, a lot of the way their team is built really needs Clay to perform the way he has been. And Clay, Clay, like Clay, has actually been taking some bad shots too. He's like, you know, the specialty of Clay is that he scores without dribbling. He's more of like a catch and shoot player. But Clay has been like doing a bunch of isos and taking really unnecessary shots. Yeah, he hasn't been playing good. Um, and then the final series, uh, Mavericks Jazz. I'm gonna have to go with Luca. I have the Mavs winning. Yep. I don't know. I think that one will be close. I think. I think. I. I think I'm gonna take the Jazz. I just. I just think I'm gonna go with the best player because it's close. So. I just would, would also like to say that you know the Rudy Gobert is still like a very good defensive presence, and the Mavs don't really have like. A really good defender, yeah. Like that. yeah, Rudy Gobert has struggled in the playoffs though. Like he got destroyed by Terrence Mann last year. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> no, I, I have. I think that game series is going to six or seven, but I have the Jazz coming out in six. Yeah, or that's seven. fair. That's definitely fair. Um, all right. Any other comment on you guys want to finish the Chris Paul debate, or are we we good without that? No, let's just move on from that and say um the top two in West Western Conference Finals. Okay, um, I am gonna go with. Let me. Uh, you guys go first. Let me pull that back up. I have Suns for sure, and then for the second team, uh, hmm. You know, now that I, I think about it, the West is actually pretty weak. This, I think, the East is stronger this season by far. Actually, I would um. Uh... I would say they're pretty evenly matched, but I would say, like, if anything, the Eastern is a little bit more star-studded. Yeah, that's what I said. The East is stronger. I, I don't see... I don't see the Nuggets beating the Grizzlies in a series, so I'm just going to go Suns-Grizzlies. I'm going... Actually, you know what? I, I'm going to go Suns-Nuggets. I think I think Jokic has had enough experience as to when he knows what to do, so I think I'm going to have to go with Suns and Nuggets. Wait, is Nuggets Grizzlies a possibility? No, Nuggets Nuggets Grizzlies is not a possibility. You know, no, I think that's what it would be. I have the Suns going by. I don't really want True, I don't Suns, want Grizzlies, or think the Suns will go to the finals. But so I have to be, to I have, be honest. I have Suns Grizzlies. I have Suns Grizzlies. But actually, wait, who did we say the Warriors are losing to? The Nuggets. I'd say if the Warriors beat the Nuggets, then I have them going to the finals. Okay. But if they don't, I'm, I have the Grizzlies. I'm just gonna go Suns Grizzlies. I don't see any better teams than them. I'm not. I'm not super confident in either. But I. I just. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, that's the West what I was kind of saying. Weak. Like the West is. Is it? There's not like really like you. The West used to be so hard to decide, but now it's so hard to decide because none of the teams are good. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The West is just not looking good. Yeah. So, anyways, um, moving on. So, real quick. Who do we have winning the finals? Suns. Sixers. Chris. 
Nets. Okay. The Nets have championship experience. The Suns just, dude, like, I I know I just defended Chris Paul as a great passer, but... CP0. But he's not going to... Say it with me. CP0. Suns have final finals experience, and Devin Booker's playing pretty well right now, so I'm going to have to go with the Suns. Okay, yeah, Devin, I, I agree. Devin Booker's playing really good right now. To be honest, Devin Booker, like, what is the cat criteria for MVP? It isn't really the best player. It's more of the best player on the best team. And the best player on the best team is Devin Booker. The biggest impact on that team, Devin Booker. So I think Devin Booker definitely should be above DeRozan in MVP talks, but he doesn't get it. When Chris Paul is playing, I think his impact like on the court is probably greater. I mean, Chris Paul... CP0's game style is more like he's not really like a score first guard. He the way he his game kind of relies on others having to do well too because of how of his playmaking. Not really. Um, like the, the whole point of his playmaking is to make easy shots for his team. Okay, like, like yeah, open layups off, just, like like open layups off the pick and roll. Like, like easy, a lob. Like, yeah, easy lobs to Aiden or something. Yeah. Like but Devin Booker takes it into his own hands. I think if Devin Booker Devin Booker playing well will push the team over the top against, you know, okay, any no, team Here's the thing. Awesome. One player can't win you, a, like, a finals. You have to have everyone involved. Dirk, no, Dirk won the 2011 finals by himself. No, he had nice pieces no. around him. He had a, one, yeah, he had the LeBron meltdown. That's how, that's why he won. All right, I'm just going to ignore you said that because he, he, he did have a lot of nice, he, he had a lot of, um, he had a good supporting cast out. Okay, who did he have? J.J. Perea. I'm just going to pull it up real quick. <laughs> Chris, Chris, do you know? Um, Jason Terry played amazing. Yeah, Jason oh, Terry yeah, was yeah. good. That was Jason. That was, yeah, Jason Terry did play good. Um, But still, Dirk was like the basically the whole offense for that team. He was basically the entire offense. I Tyson Chandler was like defensive player of the year. Oh, oh yeah. They had Sean Marion, who was, I think, wasn't he like a... He was, was he was an all star, was he? No. Oh wait, they had, they, they had Tyson Chandler, who at that time was considered a top center. Yeah. But oh, offensively speaking, offensively wait, they, they had Jason Kidd too. Okay, yeah, but that that was Jason Kidd, like when he was washed. They had yeah, he's uh, still a good passer. I mean, yeah, he, he, he's still a good creator. Wait, was that the Steve Nash season? That wasn't the Steve Nash season, right? No, this is um 2010-11 Mavs. This is when they won the finals versus the Heat. Yeah, no, I'm just asking, did they have Steve Nash on the team at that point? No, Steve Nash was on the team. Okay. Alright, so... Let's move on to NFL now. Chris? Yeah, um... All right, so we got – I'm just going to read you guys off the biggest moves of the NFL offseason. Let me know if you want to stop for any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Julio Jones cut from the Titans. Marino, good move. What? Good move. You think that's a good, good move? move? I, I, I haven't even been paying attention to Julio. Has he? Did he play good this season or no? Nope, not at all. No, he he's didn't. overpaid. He played good last season. So he didn't guess he didn't bring it with him. To the I think yeah, I think he was overpaid. I think it was a good good decision cutting him. Has he been picked up? 
No. So do you think? Do you guys think he's out of the league, like fully? No, someone will take him, someone but just want, yeah. Un- unless he wants more, then then no one will pick him. But yeah. Um. Anyways, we have. Uh, Carson Wentz gets traded to Washington. Uh, Amari Cooper traded from the Cowboys to the Browns. I to be honest, that's a good. That's a good. It's a, it's a good move. Yeah. I think they by were the Browns. No, by yeah. the, the the Cowboys getting rid of Cooper. Really, I think I think I think Cooper was taking up a little bit too much cap space than he deserved. Okay, yeah, they, but you also have uh, to they realize two receivers though, so they're gonna need to draft yeah. someone. Let's probably. also not forget the the Cowboys have been in win now mode ever since they won their first Super Bowl because of their toxic fans. They're they're basically always in win now mode, and if you if they're in win now mode, which bro, is like what? Dude, okay, dude, okay. Seen, bro, the, they, the Cowboys fans expect they won their first Super Bowl, Super Bowl like forty years ago. Bro. I know, bro. The Cowboys fans expect them to win the Super Bowl <laughs> every year since then. Do you not see what they do, bro? They they actually expect them to make it to, to the Super Bowl and win every year. I know, but they they never will again. Yeah, they never <laughs> will. But that's the expectation for the team. The expectation every season is that they'll win the Super Bowl and then they get let down when they lose in the first round. Okay. Anyways, uh, Matt Ryan traded from Atlanta to Indianapolis. I think I think Matt, Matt Ryan's Ryan. like his career is coming to an end. <laughs> How is that dude still in the league? I just have done. I have. I mean, he's. A, I think he's a. He's a. I think he's a serviceable good. quarterback. Yeah, he's a decently good quarterback. I. I just don't see him going far with the Colts. I'm sorry. No, yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't see really the Colts either, going but, far in general. You know, Jonathan Taylor's yeah. still a monster. Jonathan so Taylor is awesome. Game. Um. So they'll still win some games this year. Uh, Khalil Mack traded to the Los Angeles Chargers. That really is a very good that's, move. That's, that's, that's an the Chargers thing. have upgraded their defense immensely. Yeah. That was their that. problem. That's and also, um, the Chargers team. also got J.C. Jackson, correct? And signed J.C. Jackson, yes. Yeah, JC, yeah like, now they have J.C. Jackson and um, Khalil Mack. Like, in addition to Joey Bosa. Whew, that's scary. Yeah, that's good. And hopefully they don't lose to any more prison teams with these kind of defense, which they should not. To be honest, I think the Chargers have potential to be like a top three team in the league. I think I think they definitely. It's it's. I don't think it's unreasonable to say they'll go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I have them going to the Super Bowl just purely based off how much like raw firepower they have in their defense no, and offense. No, who I have going to the Super Bowl? The the one person that you can't count out, Tom Brady. All right, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about this in a sec. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll, I'll read that next. Tom Brady unretires from the NFL. That's the best possible move that any team could ever hear, and the Bucks started it. Let's yeah. not forget this dude last season was an MVP candidate, and now he's even more motivated after. I mean, it's obviously her. it's obviously great for the Bucks. I mean, no one's arguing that it's not. I think he still has some he still has some like winning yeah. winning left to do. Let's but not I'm Tom not Brady sure. He's like Michael Jordan, and he took he took it personally now. I'm not. The Bucks uh, no, but like, really, you have to remember. You have to remember. After Michael Jordan came back after he retired with the Wizards, he was absolutely awful. And I think okay, but this wasn't a true retirement. This was like a one month retirement. Okay, he yeah, still averaged twenty. I mean, he still averaged twenty, but he never like experienced the same winning as he did like with the Bulls. No, no, he he missed the playoffs twice. But, yeah, exactly. So I mean, I think I think Tom Brady will still play well, but I I, I don't think he's going to the Super Bowl, yeah. and by far, I don't think he's winning it. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I think. Um, no, I, I wouldn't count out Tom Brady. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Russell Wilson traded from the Seattle Seahawks to the Denver Broncos. I think the Denver Broncos, Bron- Denver Broncos definitely won that. You know, Seahawks, everyone was saying uh, that they're a, they're a QB away, and I think like I think that's true, and I think Russell Wilson really pushed them over the edge. But the problem is they're they're in the hardest division, right? Are they in that division? Correct. Yeah. Okay. That that's kind of kind of kind of hurt them. They're in a stacked division. I have to disagree. I think Seattle won that trade. Really? I mean, Wait, yeah. Because really? let's be honest, the, the Seahawks weren't really going anywhere. Like they were just like no matter. How, okay. First of all, can we like <laughs> go over the fact that <laughs> Seattle gave away a Russ for the same amount of picks that they got um, Jamal Adams for? Well, the thing about like the thing is. Seattle got more from Denver than the Texans got from Cleveland for Watson, and like Watson I mean, is a better quarter is is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. I mean, Watson also didn't play like so like they don't yeah, know. If he, didn't, he hasn't. He actually how has it been two seasons now or is it one? One. One season, yeah, one season, and you know I don't I don't know what kind of conditioning he's been in either, but I mean to be honest, he, played, he was really good, but okay. I would also um, count Wilson as way more reliable on and off the field than Watson. I don't well, know about on Watson, the field. <laughs> Definitely off the field. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. Uh, but I think, like, on the on field. On the field, yeah. On the field. Uh, here's the hey, thing. Watson led the league in passing yards two years ago. Yeah. And that, uh, yeah, Wilson. that is true. Like, uh, I forgot about that. So, though he did go 4-12, and 12, so there's arguments to both sides. I mean, he, he, he was also on the horrible, horrid Texans. We had no pieces around him. Well, okay, but the Texans this year went four and thirteen, right? So you have a guy in Watson that went four and twelve, and then the next season, the team goes four and thirteen. So like, I know that like the team is obviously terrible, but like that is literally means you had zero impact on like the number of games you won. You know what I'm saying? Also, guys, what are what what's happening to Baker Mayfield? <laughs> yeah, wait, what's happening uh, to that dude? Yeah, so uh, like it kind of sounds like just nobody wants him. Yeah, I mean, was he is he even that bad though? Like, I feel like he, he didn't even play. Like, I, I don't that think bad. so. I think Baker is a pretty average quarterback. He, yeah. You know what I think Baker should try to do? What? I think it would be great for Baker to get traded to the Bucks and just back up Tom Brady for a year and then start for them next season. And like I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And, and like, like actually learn how to be like a professional from Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. cause he's just so immature, but yeah. um, that's what I think he should do. Uh, and then we have Devante and Tyreek traded. Okay. First of all, um, if it's okay, I'm just gonna talk about the dolphins for a little bit. Okay. That's fine. I think, I think the dolphins have a lot of potential. I think it's, it primarily boils down to whether Tua can. Tua, yeah. You like, I mean, he has the weapons. Like, let's be honest, he has Mike Gusecki, he has Jalen Waddle, he has Tyreek Hill. He has the weapons. It's just it's up to him if he can use those weapons and actually execute. So, I think Dolphins, if 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 um Tua can do that, the Dolphins will uh, I think have a winning season this year. This year. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, let's not forget, the Dolphins could have been having Justin Herbert right now instead of Tua. They kind of missed out on that, so Tua, Tua, Tua needs to make up for that. I mean, it's not, it's, it's like he has, like, I'm pretty sure, like, he's had pressure on him. 
from like the coaching staff and things to that he really has to perform well now, especially now that you know before he didn't really have too many expectations, but now like, with playing with a receiver like Tyree Kill brings a lot of expectations, especially to like a QB, a QB like him who has one of those great weapons. I think I think the weather the Dolphins go far is dependent on how Tua plays. Yep. All right. Uh, any comment about Devontae and the Raiders before we go? I think uh, the Packers I, choked. Yeah, the Packers really sold the bag on that one. Then they just gave away their number one weapon. I I don't really have anything to say to that. Yeah, well, I don't understand. They they retained Aaron Rodgers. They somehow they kept Aaron Rodgers, and then they lost their best receiver. Maybe the even the best, the second best receiver in the league. All right, we got two more moves left. One is Aaron Rodgers returned. I think that 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 is a W for the Packers, but then they sold themselves by trading Devontae. Okay. I think that it's an Here's L for both sides because now Rodgers is playing with a worse team, and now the Packers like they have a worse team. Like the Packers not only had Devontae leave, but like they had a couple. They had like other receivers leave too. They have no, literally no wide receivers. Okay, in but Devontae was gonna leave if and... Aaron Devontae was gonna leave anyways because he said if Aaron Rodgers leaves, he was gonna leave too. And he okay, left, but Aaron Rodgers did. I think I think Aaron Rodgers is just gonna leave anyways. Okay, you I think Aaron Rodgers can make it work. But I also, but I also think that, um, yeah, the Packers just won't be. The Packers have actually been choking the playoffs recently, though. I yeah, I mean, that. like, but the Packers also lost to Darius Smith too, like one of their best pass yeah. rushers. Oh yeah, he's yeah. on the Vikings now, right? Yeah, to the Vikings. Yeah, that's good for us. So, anyways, last move: Von Miller signed with the Buffalo Bills for six years, one hundred twenty million dollars. L signing, L signing. There, he's so overpaid right now. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He's 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 like he's pretty old. I I don't think the Bills should have given him that much money. Yeah, I'm like, why, come why? On. Like, who thought it was a good idea to give him that much? It, like, I mean, I get that he's fresh off a Super Bowl win, but you have to understand that he, that was his first year on the team. I think, mm-hmm. and he also was putting pressure alongside of Aaron Donald. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you put any, uh, decent. Uh, defensive player next to Aaron Donald, they'll be able to yeah, the line get is their stats up. Uh, just to update that a little bit, um, his contract is the Bills are able to terminate his contract after three years, so it's more like a three-year, sixty million dollar contract. Okay, I mean that's I mean, still a lot, though. That's not that's not as bad. It's not it's not as yeah. bad, but I Von think- Miller is thirty-two years old. I think he. I think like he's he's at the point in his career where he should be transitioning to like maybe a little bit less of a, uh, like less of a paycheck than he's getting right now. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fair. If you if you can get your money though, I mean yeah, yeah I would do it. If I, yeah, that's, I would that's, a, that's a W. Money. That's a W for Von Miller. Actually, I would I would take that in a heartbeat. If yeah, I was it's a W for Von Miller. I'm not sure how I feel about it for the Bills. I think he he can be a valuable defensive player, but I'm just not sure how much more longevity he has left in him. Mm-hmm. I think he's at, right. the, at the end point of his career now. He's coming into that stage. All right, now for the final segment, we're going to be ranking the 16 teams in the AFC. Um, and th- this is going to be a tough one because the AFC has so many good teams. Mm. So, um, let's just talk about 
I don't know. We can have some sort of debate while we make these rankings real quick. But um, so what, what do you want to talk about for the next like five minutes while we make rankings? Um, let's let's actually talk about who do we think is going to the Super Bowl. All right, I have the um, I have the Bills going to the Super Bowl for sure. Actually, you know so what? You have the Chargers or the Bills? Oh, yeah. I have. Oh shoot, this is this is a tough decision. The Bills, actually, the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. I'm uh sticking to my thing that I said before. The Bills look really good, though. The Bills literally do look good. Yeah. I will go with the Bills for sure. The Bills kryptonite is, you know, the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are not going to be uh, probably probably not going to be there at least just next season. Mm. Wait, Bucks are NFC, right? Correct. Okay, so are we just talking about AFC? Oh, I mean, I, I'll I'll give a prediction for the NFC too, if you okay, want. Okay, yeah, yeah, give your NFC prediction. My prediction for the NFC is for the San Francisco 49ers to break through. Really? Oh. With Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Fraudopolo. Yeah, they, they probably Jimmy won't be Fraudopolo. starting him next year. They'll probably start Trey Lance. Trey Lance, that's like, that's, if I think if they start, I think if Trey Lance can kind of live up to his expectations and... You know that's that's a a good role for them because I think they they kept most of their like core team right. They didn't lose anyone big. No, they lost so. uh they lost Mostert, but he was yeah, injured. But they kind of replaced him with Debo. But the the thing about Mostert is that he's always hurt. That is yeah. true. I mean, when when he was healthy, he had pretty good um pretty good. Yeah, like, he was pretty output. good. Healthy. He had pretty good output, but in terms of uh yeah, he in like terms of injuries, yeah, he was injured a lot, so. And then, all right. So for the NFC, who, you know what? I'm gonna go with. I think I'll have to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Wait, what? <laughs> Dallas <laughs> Cowboys. No way. No shot. No the Cowboys make it. That's a zero percent chance right there. Bro, no way the Cowboys make it to the. Yep, no, I'm not saying we're not talking about the first round, though. Not not the first round, the Super Bowl. Now that I think Chris, about Chris, it, this maybe this a, this maybe was, a little bit Chris, ridiculous. Chris, but, this is what I was talking about. Where they have win now expectations when they're not a win now team. I, Dougie, you know what? I I still have the Cowboys. Mark my oh, words, boy. the Cowboys will make the Super Bowl. Oh, Chris, now do you understand what I meant by the expectations? Uh, he ain't a Cowboys fan, though. I'm not, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I just think they're going <laughs> to oh, win the Super Bowl. Yep. Okay, you know what? It's, it's, time, it's time for me to give my list. Actually, my AFC is, is kind of a bit of a hot take like that. But NFC, I have the Bucks. I just, I'm, I'm not going to count out Tom Brady. I, I have him. I have him coming out. Especially now that he took it personally after what happened when he retired. And, you know, last, I still think he has it in him because last, last season he was an MVP candidate. And I think that, you know, he's still capable of taking that team far. Now, are you guys ready for my AFC hot take? Go ahead. I sure. have the Ravens coming out of the AFC. Actually, I can see that. I can see it. I have the, I have the Ravens coming out. Just because, like, Oof. I think Lamar is going to be fully healthy. And obviously, Lamar is a very good player. And I think he's going to be able to get it done. Because, again, the, the NFL playoffs is only a one-game series. I think Lamar can get it done in one game. 
Okay. That is an interesting one. Okay, in terms of, like, power rankings, if you guys are ready for the AFC power rankings. So, instead of power rankings, you just want to do, like, AFC, like, playoff seeding? Uh, actually, I think power rankings would be easier, just so we don't okay. have to deal with, uh... Yeah, yeah, power, power rankings for sure, okay. uh, for AFC, but hold up, just... I'm almost done with mine, but, uh, this is just so difficult, because there's just so many yeah. good teams, I don't know how to predict this. And we're doing a, are we doing a top? Oh wait, no, all of them, right? So all sixteen. Yeah. Wait, wait. So we're doing rankings, just ranking the teams. Yeah, but yeah. power rankings, all sixteen. Yep. Okay. Uh, I have mine ready. If you want to, if you guys want to listen to mine. Yeah, I'll I'll kind of make mine while I'm listening to. Oh, let, let's let, let me let me fi- let's finish ours real quick. All right, no problem. But uh, I think something we'll all have is uh, <laughs> the Texans at the bottom. Correct. I don't see how the bottom three teams uh, you could not have. Actually, I have the I have the Jaguars below the Texans, but I have Texans at 15. Um, really? I don't think so. I think Trevor will be a little better this year. Yeah, like he has okay. one year being like under his belt. I think he'll be fine. Uh, what do you guys think of the Patriots next year? I don't love that. Like, yeah, prospect. I have them. I have them at twelve. I have them pretty low as well. And then, whew. All right, just uh, let me know when you guys are. I'm ready. I'm just missing a couple teams and I'm trying to find them. That's all. Go. Yeah, sure. I'm uh, really excited to see where you guys have uh, the Dolphins at. Should be interesting. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna say I have no trust in Tua. <laughs> All right, I got really just one take that I think will be pretty unpopular, but I'll I'll wait. All right, so uh, if you guys are okay with it, I can just go first ranking. Here, how about we just give our 16, 16, 16, 15, 15, 15. All right, yeah, sure. Um, 16, I got the Texans. Texans. Uh, Jaguars. 15, Jaguars. Texans. I got the Jets at 15. Okay, that's fair. I have the Jets at 14. Yeah, me too. I have the Jags at 14, so yeah. I mean, it's bottom three are pretty interchangeable. Uh, I, I didn't know where to put the rest of the teams really because like after that it just gets so yeah. good. Yeah. Um. So this one uh, actually this one might be pretty unpopular. I have the Dolphins at thirteen. Chris, you're not uh, you're not gonna like this. You're not gonna like this, but I have the Steelers. I have the Patriots at thirteen. 
you know, the Steelers, I'll give you this. Their roster is not wonderful, but if you have TJ Watt and Mike Tomlin, there's there's no way that you're going to finish 13th in the conference. In yeah, my that's true. Like, I feel like, I feel like they'll just like squeak out like seven wins or something and be like 10th or something like that. Maybe, but, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, 13, I have the Dolphins. So you have Dolphins. What do you have, Neil? I have the Pats. Okay, Dolphins, okay. Patriots, Steelers. All right, at number 12, I have the Colts. Number 12, I have the Patriots. Number 12, I actually have the Colts as well. Okay. Uh, at number 11, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers, as much as it pains me to say. I, I, have, the, I, oh yeah, I, have, I have the Steelers there too, damn Tarun? Oh, uh, wait, which number is this? 11. 11? I have the uh, Colts. Okay. Uh, at number 10, I have the New England Patriots. Number 10, I have the Raiders. Number 10, I have the Dolphins. You know, I just, I just don't, I don't trust, trust to him to take advantage of his weapons. I mean, I put the Dolphins at 13, so... Yeah. But that that's a lot lower than you guys. Anyways, um, at number nine, this pains me to say because I love Derrick Henry, but I have the Titans at number nine. I have I have the Raiders at nine. I have the... I have the Dolphins at nine. Okay. This one is probably going to be a little unpopular here. Mm-hmm. At number eight... I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, bro, it's a little bit low. I have I have the Browns. <laughs> I have the Browns at eight too. Okay. Okay. At number seven, I have the uh, not Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, I have the Titans. Like I, I think the, that, I think they're gonna be a, like a mid tier team, just because Derrick Henry exists. I have the Broncos at seven. I'm surprised you guys ranked the Raiders so low. Because, like, the Raiders made the playoffs this year as the number seven seed. And, like, but also, they got like, better. Their competition just got a lot a lot better. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Um, at number six, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. Actually, I do, too. I have the Chiefs. I, I can uh, – I, I have the Ravens at six. I mean, dude, who do the Chiefs have outside of – Actually, you know what? You know what? I'm, I'm going to change this. Yeah. I, have the, I have the Titans at six. Yeah, they actually like if you dude if you watch Chiefs, Chiefs games, good, yeah. What makes them good is their offense, like their offensive firepower. Even even if they don't get stops on defense, they're basically guaranteed to score on offense. But they lost like their main weapon, Tyree Kill, and also like I think this is also a legacy season for Patrick Mahomes because this is going to be the first season where he's playing on an offensive roster that isn't fully stacked. So I think like you know that's going to be a change for you know both sides. Now there's more pressure on defense to succeed as well. I expect the Chiefs to kind of be like for the, in the future to kind of be like the Packers have been for the past 10 years with Aaron Rodgers. I think mm-hmm. like they'll have like insane quarterback play and just kind of be like like fizzling out of the playoffs yeah. type deal. Um I can see that. But yeah, so I have number 6 is the Chiefs. Um at number 5, I have the Cleveland Browns. I have the Bengals at 5. I think like yes they had a good season but I don't I don't think they'll ever be that good again. Uh for 6 I, I think I, I said Titans. For 6 I said Titans but for 5 I'm going to say the Ravens. Okay. 
yeah, I, the, going off of the Bengals real quick, the Bengals, like, every single one of their good players was healthy, too. Yeah. Like, like if one of, if, if one of, like, Burrow, Chase, or Higgins, or, like, anyone else, like, go, like, like, if any of those guys go down, like, they are not good. Yeah. And, I don't know, they upgraded their O-line a little bit, but, like, I don't know. The team that loses the Super Bowl historically just gets a lot worse, so I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm gonna keep, keep them out of the playoffs this year. Um, anyways, right. number four, I have Denver Broncos. I got the Chiefs at number four. I have the Broncos at four as well. Okay, I think, I think they'll be they'll be solid. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree that the Broncos will be solid. Like, I agree with the whole phrase, like they're a QB away or whatever. So, <laughs> I th- I think they'll be good. Yeah, I might have overrated them a little bit. I won't lie, but I'm gonna keep them at four for now. Um, and then my top three is the Ravens at number three, the Chargers at number two, and the Bills at number one. All right, okay, I have my the... top three. Oh, sure, go ahead, turn. Yeah, my top three is I have Bills number three, Chargers two, Ravens one. I just think the Ravens, the Ravens are, are looking to prove something this season. And I think all right, the are I got the play. Bengals at three, Bills at two, and then number one. I have the Chargers. You have the Bengals at three. Yeah, I think, I think some really great experience was great was gained for a young team. I thought I think it's only up for, up for the up for them from here. But again, it, like you said before, it has gotten much harder. In the, it has gotten it, it has gotten harder, but also they proved everyone everyone long uh, everyone wrong last year. So well, who's to say that they won't do it again? That's fair. Yeah. I can I can see your reasoning. All right. Well, does anybody have an have a major issue with any rankings on that list? I think I think uh so something that might go like might be wrong with our rankings. I think the Browns have potential to really like if they like are compatible with Watson, I think they have potential to be very good. Who who do they have receiving? Uh, let me pull it up. It's not bad. They have a. Uh... The Browns have Amari Cooper. Oh yeah, they have... yeah, yeah, they have Amari Cooper. Yeah, they have Amari Cooper, and, and keep in mind they still have the like the um arguably like the best like running backs with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, and I think if Deshaun Watson can stay consistent like he has. Like, I mean, yeah, like you were saying, Chris, there's arguments on both sides for Deshaun Watson. Like, yes, he played good, but he also had a really bad record. So I think it's going to be interesting to see that. But also, Neil, where did you have the Ravens again? I had the Ravens pretty high. I had the Ravens at, like, I think I was five. Okay, then that's fine. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens were first in the AFC last year for uh, the first 11 weeks, and they lost the last six, but... I mean, I'm just going to say, like, once Lamar comes... Lamar has had a lot of time to get healthy... So hopefully he can stay healthy. Yeah, I mean this season is really going to be a proving point for Lamar Jackson. I think this is yeah. this is where he can prove all the haters wrong. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens. I guess I will continue being the head of haters. By the way, <laughs> head of haters for who? <laughs> Lamar. For Lamar. Why? Why do you hate Lamar? Lamar running back. Lamar is my favorite player in the NFL currently. Why? Yeah, yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe so not the favorite player. He's so fun to watch. He is fun to Dude, watch. But I don't know. Ringless players. Dude, he's so fun to watch. Have you not seen him? Turin just loves playoff chokers. Not really. 
both of my team are not playoff chokers. You, you'll see, you'll see this this season. No, definitely, definitely this both season, of them you'll are. You'll see both of them this season. You'll see both of them. Lamar, like, okay. Remember when Lamar, Lamar scored zero points in a playoff game? I, I do. Okay, that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. The point is that <laughs> Lamar has his own unique play style. Oh yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. He plays running back. No, he you, plays QB. He's just really good at running, and he doesn't even run from outside of the pocket. He can run through the pocket because he's like that. Most QBs, when they run, run through the pocket. <laughs> We're not playing Madden, bro. I don't, know, I don't know, but I'm just saying, no one else, no one, no one currently can do it like Lamar can. That's why it makes passing. Easy. That's why his passing doesn't have to be doesn't have to be that good. It just has to be manageable because he opens up so much passing game with all the defense focused on his run. Well, his passing isn't good, so it's not manageable. His passing is, is manageable. His passing is acceptable. It's not elite. No, it's actually it's bad. It's acceptable. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, you even said it yourself. We can, the, we can save the Lamar debate for another. I don't. I don't think sixteen touchdowns to thirteen interceptions is is okay. Okay. Well, I don't we'll, think so. You'll see. You'll see. It's okay when he wins the Super Bowl this season. Is he going to be the backup? Is he going to get traded to the Bills or something? No, he's going to win with the Ravens. Unless he loses. Okay, all right, all right. Unless like, he just loses be serious to Tom Brady. Just be serious. No, no, I have no, the Ravens going serious. to the Super Bowl. I just let, let me propose something. Let me propose something. Bills trade a first round pick and put Lamar at running back and have well, Lamar is not a running back. Josh Allen and running. Lamar like they like they have Josh Allen throwing and then they have Lamar at, at running back. No, because Lamar is not a running back. He's a quarterback. No, he's a running back. No, just because he runs doesn't make him a running back. Mm. Okay, so then well, I mean Michael, when you run more than you throw. Consider... Dude, even Derrick Henry throws sometimes. Derrick Henry threw once. He's thrown one touchdown pass, and he got a ninety-nine QB card in Madden for it with Aaron Rodgers' release. Yeah, you know it's you know it's crazy, Tarun. What? When Lamar played Derrick Henry in the playoffs, Derrick Henry had more passing touchdowns in that game than Lamar. Okay, that's not the point. Who had more rushing rushing yards? <laughs> Derrick Henry definitely had more rushing no, yards. Yeah. I'm comparing the two QBs because I don't count Derrick Henry as a quarterback because he's a running back. Because that was his only throw well, so Lamar. the whole game. Lamar is a QB. I'm not. I'm not having this argument. This is actually so pointless. Look. Look but at Derrick his Henry's pass too. Search up still call him running back. He's a runner. One, he's thrown one pass ever. Nah, search he's thrown more than one pass. Okay, ask what search up what position is Derrick Henry, and then search up what position is um Lamar Jackson. Wait, no, but Tarun, I thought that the Tarun, 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 Tarun. Internet was fraudulent. No, the internet is only fraudulent when it comes to basketball, not football. Really? So if I search up how many rings does Lamar Jackson have, it'll show me zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's that. That's perfectly fine for you. Yeah, I, I'm not on Harden level for Lamar. It'll say zero. How many rings does Harden have, Tarun? You already know. I'm not answering this. I, you already know the answer to this. Just move no, on. No, I don't know. The, I don't know the answer. Okay, well then you're gonna have to stay not knowing the answer. Okay, well I do know the answer. It's zero. That's not true, but I won't tell you the actual. All right, answer. it's zero. You can believe what you want. You can believe what you want. That's not the actual answer. Okay. Only I know the actual. Just answer. Just for uh, all our viewers out there, you can keep denying. James keep Harden denying. has zero rings. That's James Harden has zero rings. The, the and do not do not listen to the fraudulent quote unquote impact stat, which is completely fraudulent. I'm, not about impact. I'm talking about real stats. 
real stats. He realistically has zero rings, man. I don't know That's what to tell true. you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'll tell you that you're wrong right now. What do you mean I'm wrong? It's like, you're wrong. Oh he God. has more than zero. He has a ring. Multiple I can list off. I, I can list off. I can list off each NBA champion since Harden was in the league, and it's a team that he was not on. What's your source? The, the NBA. The NBA is also based <laughs> on the internet. That's not true. No, it isn't. <laughs> okay, then why is there NBA.com? That's it's a facet of one of their it's a facet of their organization. You realize that they have like stack keepers sitting on the each and every game. Okay, doing how do you know paper, the stack keepers aren't fraudulent? Doing it on paper. Fraudulently edit the stats. How do you know? Because there's literally three the tables full of the full of them. How do you know they're not all on in on it? In on what? On ruining Harden's legacy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> all right, I. I'm I'm not gonna entertain this, Chris. You can you can, you can. Karun, did you know that Lamar Jackson is one and two versus the Steelers in his career? Yeah, I did. That's good. That's good that you knew that. Did you know that T.J. Watt sacked him four times last time they played because he's fraudulent and can't get That's away. Good for him. That's good for him, but he'll prove you all wrong this season. You you can keep saying what you want, but he'll, Lamar he'll win. and Harden will both prove you wrong this season. So I'm I'm done talking about this. I'll let their actions speak for themselves. Their upcoming okay, actions. Okay, so, so you're 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 not going to end up on the winning side of this rune. I just said that I won't be saying anything, as you'll see Lamar and Harden's actions on the court, on the and on the field, talk for their own skill level. Maybe Lamar's, but I'm not, I'm not going to say anything about Harden. <laughs> you'll see. You you don't have to say anything. You just have to watch. Watch the 2022 NBA Finals. All right, guys. I guess we'll see. We'll we'll see between the Brooklyn Nets and Phoenix Suns. Uh, between the Bucks and the the Bucks and the Suns. No, do you, how how likely do you think it is that the Grizzlies? Oh wait, no, not, not the Bucks and the Suns. They're in the same damn conference. What am I saying right now? Wait, no, no, they aren't. No, they're not. Oh wait, no, Bucks and Suns. No, they just they just played in the finals last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, you're right. You're right. Wait. Well, how likely do you think it is the Grizzlies can make the finals? Unlikely. You know, I think they're only. Oh, I think the only team I would. I think the only team that would be hard for them to beat is the Suns. I think they have a like a really good shot. I think they have a fair shot at every other team. Okay, well, that was a pretty good discussion, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, no. No shouting arguments, at least. Um, except they for maybe they at don't the know about the... they don't know about that episode. Remember, it was in the, that that episode is long gone. That, that episode is long gone. Yeah, that will never be brought up again. That's yeah, the episode that, will never be shown again. That's going that's to be two that will not be attending. What? Yeah, two we'll... guests that will not be attending the show again. Yeah, it's extremely <laughs> fraudulent guests. Yeah, <laughs> it's completely fraudulent guests. <laughs> Um, well, technically, we couldn't even hear one of them. <laughs> well, we can't even count it as two guests. That's true. And then, and then, uh, the other one was complaining about our hardened debate, which we have the debate literally every show. So, Dude, we have the debate every day. That's true. Not not, not even just on the show, just every day. But like, you know, Trun, I will get you to admit that you're joking someday. I'm not joking. I don't know when it'll be, but I will Wait, get you joking to admit it. About what? Joking about what? 
joking about Harden having rings I'm and not like joking. I'm being better than Michael Jordan. Right He's better than Michael Jordan. The only player that is even close to him on his level is Allen Iverson. But you know what? That's going to be a, 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 something that you guys will have to look forward to for next week's episode. Whenever we do it. Oh, no. I, I don't, Neil, do you think you could handle a Michael Jordan versus Allen Iverson debate? I refuse to partake in that discussion. Uh, <laughs> Just like I, Michael Jordan refuses to guard Iverson after he Oh, got my God. Taroon, shut after up. He got sauced. He got Tarun. sauced by Allen Iverson. That was one play, Tarun. Shut up. And it was one play against a rookie. That's all I can say. Okay, he got he, he got he's shifty, yes, but Michael he's Jordan shifty. is the better player. We'll see next time. We can't be talking about What do you mean we'll see? Their careers are over. What do you mean we'll see? Their careers are over, bro. MJ has meant, six bro. rings. How many rings does Iverson have? Yeah, that's an answer for next week's episode. What do you mean? I don't want to do next the full time. argument now. I don't want to do the full argument now. All right, all right. Well, so it'll it'll run too long. It'll run too long if we do that now. I mean, unless you want to, uh, I'll do that now. I, I'm I'm just gonna say one thing real quick, Tarun. Mm. Allen Iverson is quoted saying that he believes LeBron James is the goat. Okay, it's because he's humble. He's a good guy. That's all I can say. He's a humble man. That shows that shows you more about his legacy. And that he is LeBron second, or uh, Michael Jordan second. Okay, he's a humble. He's he's very humble. That's a good quality to have. I appreciate uh, his quality of being humble. All right. Well, thank thank you anyone for listening to this bumbling on and on. If if you made this far, I have no idea how you did, but <laughs> yeah, congrats. After listening to some of that NBA talk, when I, I honestly, the most egregious take today was saying that Chris Paul is not the CP best zero, passer. CP zero, CP zero, call him by his proper name. Oh, call him by the name that he earned. The name that he himself earned. True, he bro. Definitely you sound, earned that name. You sound so stupid CP0. right now. I don't. I sound very smart, bro. You, 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 okay, you're okay. All right, all right. Tell. You're you can't tell. Thank you, everybody, for listening, Tarun. Let's end the call. Right. Let's end the call. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our bumbling friend. Tune in next week. Some yes, more hot you'll, takes. You'll see, a, you'll see a, a, some really good NBA topics next week. All right. Peace out. Okay. See you guys.